What's up, guys? What you are about to listen to is from the Ask TJE Facebook Live event that I did last week. People submitted questions through a Google form, and I simply answered them. So if you have a question, I might have an answer. Um, And you can submit your question for the next Ask TJE that will happen this Friday from 2 to probably like 2.30 Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash TJEC. O-M-M. Submit your questions and I might have an answer for you. Tune in and let me know what you guys think. See ya. Hey guys, um, it's Friday. It's not Tuesday, so don't freak out. But I just wanted to hop on here really quickly to go through some of the questions that came through for Ask TJE. So I pretty much like summed up the questions because a lot of them uh, were pretty similar. A lot of you guys have a lot of the same questions which is perfect because I can just go through them I'm sitting in the dark in my office so hopefully you can see me okay um, so the one of the frequent questions that I got was how do I start doing social media for my business um, if you have been following me for a while then you know that planning content is how you start so whether it be getting something like a google sheet or whatever a piece of paper printing it out start actually thinking about the type of content you want to produce how much time it will take you to produce it if you need to outsource any of those things how you're going to go about posting it finding a scheduling system but the first thing is to really really plan and you have to think down to like i said from the content all the way to how it's actually going to end up live on whatever social media network you're using. Um, So planning for that, okay? The second question I got is, what is the best tool for email marketing? I use MailChimp. I've been using MailChimp now for probably like six years. Um, MailChimp has evolved a lot. They have a lot of new capabilities that are really cool. They have a lot of um, ways you can do different dynamic things, which is awesome. Uh, They were originally, I mean, they they still have a free part of it, but a lot of the um, like automations and some of the cool stuff now you have to pay for. Um, So in regards to what the best tool is, I will say MailChimp is the most user friendly. Um, But when it comes to pricing, I think it just depends on what you're going to be using email marketing for um, and also the size of your mailing list. So MailChimp, I believe it's free for the first 2,000 subscribers. But once you get to 2,001, they charge you like $25 per 500 people or something like that. So... When picking the best tool, if you want something user-friendly, MailChimp is definitely the way to go. Um, If you are going to be doing a lot of like sales funnels and things like that, I would check out ConvertKit or Clavio um, because the way that they have their funnel set up is a lot easier to see and navigate. There's way more functionality for drip campaigns and automations in like a ConvertKit or Clavio, and that's where MailChimp lacks. So MailChimp has that user-friendly side, but their capabilities for, you know, sales funnels isn't quite there yet. So 
think about what you're going to be using email for and then from there you can decide which tool works best i know there are tons of articles out there comparing different types of platforms so i would definitely go check those out um and also if you have a big mailing list a lot of these companies will probably give you like a free trial or a discount so that you can test it out and see what you like um so use that to your advantage um another question is how do I get clients and I'm assuming this is probably um, someone who's like me who maybe has like a marketing agency that they're building up or um, if you are a personal trainer or what have you so honestly like 90% of my clients have come from word of mouth believe it or not and I'm very active on social media obviously I, I'll hop on a live any minute no makeup hair crazy like right now whatever right um but a lot of them have come from word of mouth um, from networking and actually building connections in real life and then from there you know even if the person I'm connected with isn't the person that becomes my client um you know usually it's a friend of a friend of a friend um, so getting out there, making sure you're active in whatever industry you're in. So if you are a personal trainer, making sure you're going to, you know, any fitness event or setting up a booth or a table at a 5K or any, you know, triathlon or something like that. You know, you have to get out there in real life. You can't just rely on social media to bring you business. I know right now. It's a little difficult to get out there into the real world. So a couple of things that you can do is if there are, you know, Facebook groups where people are or have the same industry as you, maybe hopping in there and building connections there. Um, I've seen a lot of personal trainers do this, including my own, but they're posting a lot of videos about home workouts. They're posting tips on, you know, how you can stay healthy while you're at home. So, you know, content, of course, is helpful. But when we're able to, get out there in the world world. And until then, try to find your tribe to start building up those connections. Because sometimes in this community, even for me with marketing, there will be another person who does the same thing as me, but he or she may be at capacity where they can't take on another client. So they may pass them off to me. So don't look at people in your industry as competition all the time. A lot of times there can be some synergy and partnerships that come about. I've made a lot of really great partnerships and I have a lot of my clients um, at times have been shared clients or a client will come to me for something, but maybe they're asking me for a thing that I can't do. So then, you know, I may get someone else who has more skills and whatever that thing is to help me out. So it's not always about competing. Sometimes it's really just about sharing the wealth and um, building some really cool partnerships with people. So try those things out for getting clients. Um, the fourth question is, I guess, statement slash question. I want to run my business full time. Where should I start? Um, for me, you know, I started with just giving myself a reality check, looking at my bills. Do you need a Victoria's Secret credit card? Probably not. Do you need to go to brunch every Sunday? and always spend, you know, $30 on bottomless mimosas every week? 
probably not the best idea. Um, so just get real with yourself. Look at your finances, um, not just like your personal bills, but also think about the bills that you may uh, um, get from running your business. So I work at a co-working space during the week. I have um, tools and systems that I use to manage social media and manage projects. I have to obviously pay for my uh, website domain. And with that, I have to pay for my domain to have like my at tjecommunications.com email address. So think about your business expenses, think about your personal expenses, and then also look at some of those guilty pleasures that you have. You know, for a while, I cut off all my streaming services. I didn't have Netflix, Hulu, or anything. And I was pretty much like, um, what's it called uh i can't think of the word but i was i was using all my friends logins like hey girl let me get that login for your netflix i got this person's login for disney plus and you know making it work um and now you know i, I got my own netflix now so you know we're, we're getting there but i had to cut myself off like some stuff you don't really need like you don't need a subscription to netflix and hulu and sling and whatever else is out there Maybe you and a couple friends can get a family plan where it's a lot, a little bit cheaper, even saving a couple dollars and splitting it. You know, if there's four screens for $12 or whatever it is, you and a couple friends can split it. Or one person can pay for one streaming service and another friend pay, pays for the other and you guys can, you know, use each other's things. So thinking about that, getting real with yourself and deciding what is important. If you quitting your job and running your business full time is what's important to you, then you're going to have to make some sacrifices, um, which definitely sucks at first. Um, but as you grow and keep going, it becomes rewarding and then you're able to indulge every now and then in some of that stuff. Um, and then the fifth question um, that was also common, the last question here, is how do I increase my business revenue? Now, this um, really just depends on, you know, what, ex like there were, the questions were kind of interesting there. It depends on your industry. You know, right now it's tough for everybody. So if you're not seeing an increase in revenue and you're just able to maintain, that's perfectly fine because there's a lot of people who are not able to do that. So if you are, don't beat yourself up over, you know, maybe you had a great, you know, first quarter, maybe your second quarter will suffer because right now people aren't necessarily trying to spend that extra income. They want to hold on to it in case they have an emergency or they lose their job or they get laid off or something. So right now, um, that is probably going to be a little bit tricky. In normal circumstances, this also requires you, again, to give yourself a reality check. Look at the numbers. Look at the analytics. You know, if if 90% of your sales are coming in from Facebook, then if you want to increase revenue, then you need to increase your reach on other platforms. You can't just solely rely on Facebook. Obviously, Facebook is maxed out if you're maintaining and all these sales are coming in, but you want to grow, then you have to find another platform to dive into. Maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's LinkedIn, maybe it's Twitter. You have to look at the numbers and try to figure that out. Also, um, if you don't have a system that's like 
successfully tracking your revenue, then you don't really know if you're increasing or not. So before I got into QuickBooks, like a couple years ago, like I would just know in my head how many clients I had, who owed me what, you know, what was what. Um, but until I was able to actually see it all, pull reports and see, you know, set people up in invoices, it was really hard for me to really see that. And me doing that is actually what helped me learn what I needed to fix, where I needed to grow so that I could leave my job last year and be on my own right now. Um, so, you know, a lot of these questions really come from looking at yourself seeing where you are, finding the tools and systems that you need to get in place to, to reach those goals. So that is Ask TJE. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. Um, this was really cool. So, you know, we'll be um, home for a while. So I'll try to do this maybe every Friday, something like that. Um, so if you have questions, you can click the link here which i will add when the video is over and you could submit your questions and i'll compile them and go through them and do this again next friday at two um and if you're watching the replay of this on instagram if you click the link in bio um you will be able to get the link there to submit your questions as well so i hope you guys are having an awesome friday i have a lot going on so i'm going to jump off but as always, if you need me, you know where to find me. So see you guys. The Respect the Hustle podcast is brought to you by TJE Communications, a digital marketing and public relations agency with the mission to empower and educate small women-owned businesses by equipping them with the digital solutions to level the playing field between themselves and large corporations.